It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. I came back and have you ever laughed so hard that you cry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so funny. and stuff. That's kind of the response I had. Like, uh-huh. I was so happy that I started crying on my way back. And I quickly wiped the tears away because if you're in grade school. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool is not crying. And my cool status was already in jeopardy because I played violin. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh, made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. Welcome to Flavor of the Week Part 1 with Father Eric Bergner. I'm Kyle Hyman. And Father, you said you wanted to do chicken sandwiches. Yes, sir. Which I didn't realize how hard it was going to be to find (laughs) chicken chicken sandwiches sandwiches at 9 a.m. Yes, it's true. But ran around, found a couple places that had they would make them, but then I had to wait forever for them to make them because they don't have the... Mount, but we got four to choose from. All right, let's roll. We've got a grilled chicken sandwich. Love it. A crispy chicken sandwich. Okay. I think another crispy chicken sandwich, and then a chicken sandwich on a biscuit. What? Okay. All right. I like it. So, what do you want to start with? Uh, Surprise me. Uh, I'll go with either one. I feel like the biscuit. Biscuit me. It'll be like breakfast. Yeah. We'll start with that. It's good to start the day off with a biscuit. Biscuit, look at this. And then uh, oh, yeah. there's, I, I do have condiments. Oh, look at this. Ooh, I can smell the biscuit. Mm. I just asked them to give me whatever they recommend. So, sort of something, I mean, what do you got? There you go. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I gotta go this. Chicken for breakfast. Is that, hey. is that a thing? Like chicken, yeah. Chicken I mean, biscuit? I eat chicken for breakfast. I eat, I got made fun of, but I eat cold pizza for breakfast too. So that's good too. Sure. sure. I don't understand why we have to have different foods for breakfast. I mean, as long as it's got the nutrition in there, I mean, chicken sandwich has got all the, it's got some protein for you for the day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with it. Let's roll. I'm good. All going. right. Yeah. It's good chicken and breaded, and you can taste the fluffiness of the biscuit. It's good. Yeah, it's like that flaky yeah. but moist. It's well done. Because sometimes you get biscuits that are kind of stale, and you know, it's kind of like keeping eating cardboard. But this one's fluffy. Okay. It's good. And I chose chicken sandwiches because- It's a little dry. A little bit. But that biscuit kind of dries but up that, the But that's normal for a biscuit is wanting that you know kind of flavor. I like chicken sandwiches because I don't recommend fast food normally, you know, because you know whatever. But you know, I, I it's not it's because, not. I don't think it's healthy for you long you know, term or short term. Science. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's healthy for you long term or short term. Yeah. But it, you know, in a pinch, you know, we get, things happen, you know, in life. And if you're gonna do it, I would, you know, you wouldn't like get like the triple stack bacon burger. You know, it's probably gonna give you a heart attack in the next week. But like chicken yeah. is, you know, the less. Less pricking of my conscience. <laughs> <laughs> the lesser of the lesser of evils. evils. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, so Father Eric, mm-hmm. we always like to start with kind of your path to the priesthood. So, sure. What was childhood like? Wow. For what? What is your earliest memory, memory of like faith or vocation? Let's, yeah, maybe maybe faith. Like, what's? Do you remember first communion? Do you remember anything before that? I do remember first communion. 
Uh, my beloved mother, I love my mom. She takes pictures of everything. I have pictures of my first confession. So okay. I, I wasn't in confession at the time, but <laughs> but afterwards it was with my actually with Monsignor Heinz, who he um, he was at St. Charles at the time. So there's a picture of me after my first confession. You know, uh-huh. I, nobody ever has pictures of that. You know, you have pictures of your first communion, but and baptism, but first yeah. confession. So I was like, oh, that's way to go, mom. Yeah. Points for you on that. But um, I mean, I remember those. Do you things. remember it? Do you remember the first, the first confession? confession? No, I remember being really young in grade school, confessing to Monsignor Selzer. Um, okay. Who was pastor for a long years at St. Charles? I remember well the thing with my first communion. Now <laughs> I'm going to tell you a secret, okay? <laughs> okay. That everybody's going to know now, but it's just going to be <laughs> fine. Um, so when I was a little kid, we spent time in the summers at my grandmother's house in Illinois, and she had a Catholic church that was in the parking lot right behind her house. Uh-huh. So I played in their parking lot, and we went on. And she's not Catholic, but she would take us to mass. Okay. And I remember being in second grade. She wasn't Catholic, but took you to mass. Yeah, because my mom wanted her okay. to take us to Sunday mass. Sure, and she did. And um, and and it was in her backyard, so it wasn't really that big of a heart that we could walk there. And it's Our Lady of Lords Church, and I remember going up to communion, but I can't remember if it was before or after my first communion. <laughs> so I have this vivid oh, remember. You think you might have had a communion before your first communion, possibly. Like, the, but I don't your... know. I remember seeing there's a big crucifix which is set on the left side of the church, and there's a big crucifix on the left. I remember walking past that. I remember walking down the aisle. And but I don't remember like receiving anything, and I don't know the timeline because I could have done it after my first communion, and that would have been totally cool, right? <laughs> but I do remember that was a, a memory I remember at Our Lady of Lords Parish. Um, but the first time of faith I remember is probably my mom with a rosary in her hand. She's okay. she always had that. But I always tell my vocation story. I would say I tried to outrun God, uh-huh. and I can't outrun anybody, nevertheless <laughs> God. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it goes back to the days in grade school. I was blessed to have Catholic education at St. Charles. My parents made the sacrifices for that. And I remember being at Mass. And because the beauty of Catholic education is you get not only schooling and the teaching, and everything, but you actually they go to Mass. Right. Right? The sacraments right. are regularly practiced. And I remember being at Mass, and it wasn't like Lion King where, like, the heavens opened up, you know, uh-huh. and God said, remember. You know, like, he didn't do that, right? right. But it was like I just, in the interior of my heart, I always remember like thinking like, will you do this? I remember looking at my pastor, Monsignor Selzer, and say, will you stand here like and offer this sacrifice? You know, if I had to put it in words, hmm. will you be there? You know, so, like stand this to the place and offer this thing. And I remember saying yes, you know, just real easy. Like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. And yeah. I go up to receive communion and I came back and have you ever laughed so hard that you cry? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so funny. And stuff. That's kind of the response I had. Like, uh-huh. I was so happy that I started crying on my way back. And I quickly wiped the tears away because if you're in grade school. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool is not, not crying. And my cool status was already in jeopardy because I played violin. So, <laughs> and I was starting left tackle for the, swing, or the Charles football team. And I was uh-huh. not going to let my friends see me cry. Uh-huh. So, that's started. I, I, I joined that to not only the beginning of my vocation, but also the beginning of when I started to run. Hmm. Because it wasn't cool. You know, yeah. it was I didn't want that to be seen. And so, did you associate that with a call to the priesthood? Yeah. Or were you not really sure what that meant at the time? At the time, not 100% sure. Uh-huh. But now I don't definitely think yeah. that was the the, root, the seed of it. I remember it. I mean, because I prayed about it. And, and it develops. I mean, mm. as I go on in my life, I began to run. I mean, I had a n- relatively normal high school. I was relatively good. I always like to push the line, you know, every high school kid. You yeah. Know, and not in trouble, but just how far can I go? Yeah. Kind of thing. And, and then, but you not know, a complete rebel. No, not at all. Until I started 
Because what ended up happening is you have this hole in your heart kind of thing for like God. You know, you've heard that phrase before. Yeah. And you Saint run, Augustine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Our you know, hearts, hearts are restless, restless until right. they rest from the confessions. And you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they rest of you. But I, the thing was, I've, <laughs> I even had this moment in high school where they have this like, I don't know if they do this at Dwanger anymore, but it was like this, um, uh, what's it called? Where you like answer questions. Uh, I forget the name of it. But they basically said this like paper round. And one of the questions was, have you ever thought of being a priest? And have you ever seen the movie Liar, Liar with Jim Carrey? Yeah, yeah. So there was a moment I remember distinctly like the question was posed to me, have you ever thought of priest? And everything I wanted to do was say no. Uh But my hand was just like, yes. Yeah, you have to say yes. (laughs) Yes. And so, and then I went on retreat and I still ran. I I mean, I guess you could say I ran and I drank heavily of the world in college, got like really deep. I ran a lot with, the, I guess, another phrase I've heard is like running with the wicked, you know, kind of thing. And it just left me so dissatisfied. I was so unhappy. I mean, I've had happy memories with friends, you know, and stuff. But I wasn't like, in comparison to now, it's night and day, you know. Hmm. But it's a deeper, it's a more, um, I mean, there's happy moments. I recall happy moments at those times. But I don't remember like a, a, a profound, deep, like solace and peace within my, like within my soul. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I was running from that. And so I was seeking that in a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, the world has nothing to offer compared to God, right? Yeah. Believe me, trust me. It's just not satisfying. But then there was a moment, I mean, this is where it develops, where it all came back. I remember being at, I was at, I went to IU, Indiana University, Bloomington. Mm-hmm. And I remember going back to St. Paul's church there right off campus, and it was run by Dominicans. And there was a Dominican priest, Father Bob, who gave this incredible homily on it was about Solomon and wisdom. Okay. And he, he talked about wisdom of the world and wisdom of God and the differences about it. And it just hit me. If you ever you have those moments where God just like hits you with like a four, two by four. And yeah. You're like, what am I? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And and a few other things that I was kind of pushed into kind of provide counsel to somebody. And I didn't didn't know what to do. And I went to go pray in, the, in front of the tab. And that day in sixth grade came back. I was like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And that mm. memory just like, I was like, whoa, Okay. So I didn't like run to the seminary right away, nor was I completely <laughs> virtuous right away. But I started going to daily mass, okay. um, sacraments regularly, and then you know put on my vocation. And I call it as gradually falling deeper and deeper in love with Christ. You know, daily holy hour, all throughout seminary. It's kind of like a friend. You know, people always ask like, why do you do a holy hours? Like, well, if you have friends, you spend time with them. Yeah. If you don't spend time with somebody you know, then you're not going to know them. Did you do that before seminary, or that, that was something that, that was you a picked seminary up at seminary? Uh, Dr. Bill Bales, who's my formation advisor, and I credit him to my holy hour. He's a big devotee of St. Pius X. Okay. What was your major in college? Uh, party. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. But no, um, uh, majored in college was uh, many things. I went down for education, and then the first year I switched out of that, and I went to business, and I just was not satisfied with that. And then I went back, and I finally got a degree in history. Okay. And like geography. So like I was going to be a cartographer. I wanted to be like, a really? car- you know, like GPS, you know, those yeah. you know, Tom, Tom, basically. Yeah, I could, maps and stuff. I had all the digital stuff. I could make those maps. So now I tell people, oh, I didn't make, but I helped make maps to God. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 you know, but I don't use that anymore. I don't Are really. you still into it though? Like do you enjoy history and Oh yeah, I love geography. history. So it, but now it's more, I used to like the Greek history and uh-huh. like World War II kind of history was really intriguing to me, all the political stuff. Yeah. But now I like a lot of the church history right. and theology, kind of historical theology. Do you have a favorite 
either book or moment in history like that you like to like to study uh in history? documentary or like church history or like just like something that like, yeah church history oh man church history uh there's Eusebius is a really good book a lot of people don't have Eusebius is they don't even know who he is yeah, uh, he's a church historian Eusebius um, Eusebius okay. E-U-S uh, yeah something like that fill in the blank you'll find it right uh but he's a church historian and the cool thing about him is he gave me an insight on um John, the Apostle John. Okay. And when he wrote his gospel, because mm-hmm. John didn't want to write his gospel, but then people kind of urged him and he fasted and they did it. And those kind of details you just don't hear about. You right. Know, he gives like, a, he fills in a lot of these details that like we just don't hear. I mean, you don't hear about that stuff. So I, I do recommend Eusebius. So he's a great, okay. um, and I had good history professors. I mean, they, it gave me a lot of good literature. So like, Gregory's pastoral rule, St. John Chrysostom on the priesthood, you know, all these like, they're like old, old, like awesome books. You know, like we have these great new theology books come out. You know, a lot of people have heard of like Thomas Aquinas and the uh, Summa. That's great. Like I read the whole thing. It's, Uh I still read it. He's probably my favorite saint. Just ask my classmates. They'll just (laughs) roll their eyes at me. Right. Um, But like, there's all these other great authors, you know, Gregory, the great pastoral rule is just bomb. Like I reread that. Um, Huh. Uh, I've been reading Saint. Have you ever heard of Saint John Climacus? Uh-uh. He is a he's a boss. Okay, <laughs> I think he's an Eastern Church. I don't know who he is, where he's from, but he wrote this book called The Ladder of Divine Ascent, okay. which is written for monks, and he just doesn't roll whole punches like he's just saying stuff, and it's really kind of like what I call a spiritual punch. It's kind of like oh 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 man, but it's kind of a rule for monks basically okay. on how to live. It's really good. Um, yeah. So those historical, I like, I like the great, the greatest hit books of like theology, theological history. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like the great wisdom of the past. You uh-huh. know, all these guys have just like, we have this whole 2000 year tradition of these like brilliant minds, like Augustine. Right. Or, I think he gets overlooked. I think his best book, I mean, City of God is actually really good, mm-hmm. you know, where he talks about, you know, the elect and we don't know who's in the elect or not, you know, and the elect, um, forsake themselves for God. He says the city of man is dominated by libido domiandi or the, the, the lust for domination. So the mm, bad city, right. the city, the fleshly city is a lust for dominating other people. Right. Yeah. It's just, and, and those are like perennial works, you yeah. know, thing. Um, city of God. But his other one is on Christian doctrine, the Christiana doctrina in Latin. I, uh-huh. I butchered that really bad, but um, I'm not going to read it in Latin. Anyway. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Good. Nobody else reads in Latin. If you do, I'll feel really bad. Uh, and he, he he basically teaches us how to reinterpret the Bible uh-huh. and Christian teaching. Bellarmine's another good one. I like that kind of history, if that makes sense. Yeah. The history, the wisdom of the past. You know, all these guys, if we don't have to reinvent the wheel a lot of time. Right, right. It's a it's very old faith. Yeah. And we can but learn it's so a lot. rich. Yeah. Yeah, old. I kind of like that. Ever ancient, ever new. Yes. Hey, you're Augustine. You're, you're quoting I, Augustine I, I, a lot, man. I got two. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that's actually one of my, I think that's the most beautiful line of theology is that line where he talks about ever ancient, ever new. Hmm. They have, I love you. You called, you shouted, you broke through my d- deafness. Is you that know, the same quote? That The, the same part one there? we taught, the one where hearts are restless, rest in you is from the confessions. Uh-huh. And then the one where he talks about late have I loved you, beauty ever ancient, yeah. ever new, late have I loved you. I think- I think it's at the end of the confessions or it's at the beginning of the De Trinitati. I, have no I don't know. <laughs> okay. Don't quote me. It's in the office of readings in the breviary. So. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think of this uh, chicken biscuit combo here? 
I give it a solid like B plus. You know, B plus. Okay. It's a good kind of if you're on the run and need a breakfast sandwich, go for it. It's and it's it's filling too. You know, like yeah. I always try to be creative with what we make the kids for breakfast. Yeah. Might try chicken. I don't think I've ever done that. Dude, go for it. Chicken and waffles. Oh yeah. I've never done it. Yeah, it's good. I know it's a thing. It's good, but now my breakfast routine because I've kind of have to like watch my weight, mm. <laughs> not watch it grow, but like actually <laughs> kind of like <laughs> slim it down. I have smoothies in the morning okay. now, so I make like vegetables and fruit smoothies. My key ingredient is hot sauce, man. Really? Oh, it's so good. What hot sauce? Uh, Cholulo. Really? Yeah. It it gives it a little bit of kick. Fruit, vegetables, and fruit, hot vegetables, sauce. and then I put like there's bananas, blueberries, strawberries. I've and never then, heard of that. Well, and I don't eat vegetable. Like I would never eat like kale or celery or broccoli ever. You know, like by itself. Right, right. So if I blend it up and mix it with you food, mix it, it tastes a lot better. Yeah. And then you put a little bit of hot sauce in it, and it like covers the flavor, and it gives it a little bit of kick. Hmm. And you got to put like green tea. I put diet green tea in it, or else it looks like a sludge. It's not green right. tea. Wow. Dude, it's. We have good. to stop over for breakfast sometime. I'll make one for you. Come anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've got a lot more to talk about, so people have to tune in for future episodes of Flavor of the Week, which is brought to you by Banditos. Uh, I'm not sure if they make a chicken sandwich they have or a really not. good commercial. Yeah. You deserve a night it out tonight. Whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.